Welcome back, everybody, to the second episode of Your Favorite Cousins. We are back with more topics and more things to discuss. If you don't remember, I'm your cousin Lee here from outside of Philadelphia. We have, um, who's next? Cousin Nadia? Hey, it's Cousin Nana here from West Philly. Remember, if you see me, you don't know me. (laughs) (laughs) And I have your cousin Sean from the DMV area. Hello, hello, hello. Yep. And we have Cousin Donnie. Hey, it's Cousin Donnie from Philly. (laughs) All right, that's what's up. Uh, welcome back. As I said before, we got some new topics to discuss. We appreciate you um, subscribing and listening to us. So our first topic, this is a juicy one, is about this lady that bailed out R. Kelly, I guess, a week ago out of jail, paid the bail, yeah. $100,000 bail. Yes, let's get it. Let's get into this. So basically, okay. the story is that this lady named Valencia Love posted the one million dollar bail to get R. Kelly released. So she paid up what hundred thousand dollars to get right. him out of jail. So apparently, Miss Love states that her and R. Kelly became acquainted with each other. Um, they went on, I guess, what you would call like a cruise, like a little local cruise called the Spirit of Chicago. So she said, "How old was she?" I have. She's forty seven. She's forty seven. How old was? she when she met him that's she just met question. she just she met him two months ago she just met him okay. like back in september of 2018 okay. did she did she have any granddaughters we don't know but she says mm. that they were that they became friends um mm. and she says her reason for posting the bill was because they are friends she just wanted her friends to have a chance at justice that's the way she put it <laughs> she feels like you know oh he's my friend i want to make sure that he is able to um have a chance to defend himself basically so the people say that she has a brunch restaurant over on the south side of chicago they all she's also been known to um be affiliated with the daycare um in the area so i and how ironic is that right so i don't know i don't think she owns the daycare but i think she has some kind of affiliation with the daycare in the area so basically like what are your thoughts on this as a woman how does that make you feel do you feel like sis should have just let him go like she shouldn't have been involved i just think it's a little weird that as a woman she thought it was okay to go and bail this uh sex offender out of jail what do you guys think i mean my problem with the whole situation is that like Everybody else in the world knows that R. Kelly has a problem. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but people in Chicago don't see anything wrong with it. They're just like, oh, that's just the way he always he's always been. Mm. I think that's partially because R. Kelly put Chicago on the map. Mm-hmm. And because it's like nobody really knew about the talent in Chicago. Well, not well, they knew about the talent in Chicago, but they didn't really have a big person in Chicago until R. Kelly came out. So it was like, you know, R. Kelly's from Chicago. He this big star. He making all these hits. You know, he writing all these songs for everybody. So we got to support R. Kelly because he's from our hometown. But my question is, 
R. Kelly don't have a hundred thousand dollars, and he wrote <laughs> "I Believe I Can Fly." Well, that's, I, that's what I was going to say. I actually think that she is just somebody holding his money, and that's separate. Yeah. I have my own opinion about it, right. because they're they're going to take his money, right? You know, so right, right, right. I, I believe it's somebody that he said take this money, or he helped her with her restaurant, or he gave her money, right? I, I, I did story i did i don't know if this was what you're about to say lee i did read somewhere i don't know how true it is i did read somewhere that allegedly this money came about from a settlement a death settlement from her child okay um Mm. yeah i I did read somewhere that it wasn't her money like so it wasn't from her businesses it wasn't from some somewhere else so maybe you're right maybe it it is r kelly's money and he was like hold this money for me but it's not from her restaurant business. It's not from whatever. So maybe there's another group of women. Maybe she's just the face of some group of right. R. Kelly supporters and they started a GoFundMe. You know, like, it, it could be anything because, you know, people in Chicago are still stepping in the name of love. They still doing whatever. They throwing him parties no. and all this other nonsense. So, you know, I don't think that you know, the, the, it must be something more to it. Right. And it was, what's crazy is I was in Walmart a couple days ago and they were literally playing Space Jam. And as soon as I was standing in line, the part where I believe I can fly came on. And I, a part of me wanted to sing it, but I was just like, Ooh, is it right to sing it? Is it wrong to sing it? Because this is such a pivotal song. Forever, like I remember singing that at my middle school graduation. Right. Like I know every, I know at, at least every person I know has sung that song at their graduation, at least one of their graduations. Right. And I'm just like, I remember singing that song at my middle school graduation. Yeah. So yeah. I'm just like it brings back memories. Like every every one of his songs brings back so many memories. You can't sit there and say, "Oh, you know, you can't listen to an R. Kelly song and not think about something in your life." Because and at the end of the day, he's he's a good artist. I'm not right, gonna, I'm not gonna knock it. That, but I feel like what he did, and he's yeah. guilty. Right. Yeah. Period. So I think that his music alone, like as an artist, it speaks for itself. But as a woman, I don't right. think that I would have bailed him out. Right. His ass needs to be in jail, under the jail. Right. Mm-hmm. I think ultimately that's what that's that's what my disconnect is. I can understand that we have many people that are torn on the issue of R. Kelly right now. I mean, because you know, growing up, that is that is like your, you know, especially in our era, growing up, you know, R. Kelly was it. But it's like as right. a woman, for everything that you know that, oh, but he's a, we're gonna say alleged in, in most cases, have done because we are the judge and the jury. But I think ultimately it just comes down to a point like, come on, sis, really, really. I well, know my- that that's your friend, but you can't, you, you, you can't do that. You can't do that. Well, my question is, what makes him so different from Bill Cosby? He's not any different from Bill Cosby. He's not. Exactly. So it's like everybody was shunning Bill Cosby, but they're not shunning R. Kelly in the same manner. Right, because they want to use the creative genius excuse and do whatever. 
And I yeah. I think that that's BS. Like, I don't and think, the, like, the huge... if we're going to do this, we need to do, but, but I think that's the problem with our culture and, you know, African-Americans in general is that they don't, they, they, they're, they're not, I, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like they're and... not, they're not, they're not strong enough in their convictions to be consistent. Because and, and, I mean, people say and, and all the were, time. Like, the, the whole, the whole huge difference is, R. Kelly was doing this to underage girls. Mm-hmm. They weren't, you know, consenting adults. They were underage girls. They weren't women. They were underage girls. Well, so well, everybody I, was sitting there coming down on Bill Cosby and this, that, and the third. Oh, Bill Cosby shouldn't go to jail. He shouldn't go to jail. Okay, so if everybody knows what R. Kelly did, why shouldn't R. Kelly go to jail? Oh, no one's saying that he shouldn't go to jail. <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm talking about I'm talking about you know the people in Chicago, girl. That's that's my question. Why is it? Y'all know what he's doing. Y'all know what he did. Why shouldn't he go to jail? Well, I'm, I'm, I am of the belief that every dog has their day. And I feel like his day is coming. Um, but the, the, the whole thing here is how does this lady, as a woman, as a black woman, like, why is she okay with bailing him out of jail? Like, there are even um, people who know that she has this restaurant on the south side of Chicago now at this point are like, we're going to start boycotting her because apparently she's misusing our money, you know? Right. So it's like, mm-hmm. it's like, come on, girl. Like, was it really worth it to bail this man out of jail knowing that the block is hot right now? Like, you were really okay. They went on, they went on Yelp and they ruined her on Yelp. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So it's like you, so was it in the end, it's like, was it worth it? Was your friend worth you putting your job, your reputation, um, your on business the line. Right. on the line because you wanted to see your friend have justice? This and we're not Let, talking about somebody who has small allegations against them. Like these are very right. serious. Um, it's like ten counts, right? Yeah, like it's something yeah, serious. People have, and people are coming up with receipts. So it's like, come on, sis. This is not a situation where this is someone being blamed for something that they didn't do. He right. he did that stuff, if not all of it. He did some of it. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, she right. also could have did it. She also could have did it. Thinking that she was gonna get a positive out of it, like she could have did it on the strength of, "Hey, now people are gonna know who I am. They're gonna come to my place of business and be like, hey, 'Aren't you the one who bailed R. Kelly out?'" She probably didn't think that she was gonna get negative backlash from it. Oh, from a, from a media perspective, though, all press is good press, right? So yeah. even though it's bad press, she her name is still getting out there because we don't exactly. know exactly. She's still getting she's still getting her name out, but I exactly. think it's so bad. It's like you said, these allegations are so strong mm-hmm. that it's not something minor. Right. You know what I mean? It's, it's not and I mean, minor. right? So I and think- it's not okay. So with I mean, with Bill Cosby, uh, there was no videotapes, right? Right. I mean, so the 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 um, the evidence is she said this this happened on this day, such and such and such and such. With this, there is video evidence of it, right. which is the is which is the difference. So you can't no. say like you're gonna get away with it because they have proof. Right. To me, to me, the bigger issue is that with with R. Kelly, we're talking about young black girls, right? And we are so 
often forgotten about and not cared about, mm-hmm. that doesn't matter. That's right. why. I think the right. bigger difference about Bill Cosby is because, first of all, the Cosbys for for the white population was like, oh, look, the successful uh, father figure has done this to white women, right? right? The majority white women. Right. So that's why it's off with his head, right? right. R. Kelly mm-hmm. is just like, oh, these young, fast girls, because they right. look at yes. young black women yes. in a different light anyway. Right. So I have mm-hmm. a whole problem with how the media is treating it, regardless, from the beginning. He should have been locked up the first time. Absolutely. And that's, mm-hmm. that's a big part of it. Like you said, when it comes down to looking at young black girls, like we're so unprotected. I think the one thing throughout of all of this, especially on social media, <laughs> is to see that other grown men were saying that these girls took, had a part in this because of the way they carried themselves. And, and I'm like, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if she walked out of the house with no clothes on. That is a child. Like mm-hmm. the children do not have a concept of certain behavior or the or the consequences of certain behavior of doing certain things. Because I know even growing up um, at that age when R. Kelly first came out, being in my you know early teens, you know, I knew girls who probably would have been in situations like that or they were in situations like that but they didn't see anything wrong with it because nobody cared enough to say that mm-hmm. anything was wrong and right. that's exactly the issue and I think that as a black woman um, Valencia Love or whatever her name is I mean she gets a strong, strong like she needs a donkey hind kick for real. Even if that's your friend, where do you stand in solidarity with other black women and black right. girls and right. being a person to say, you know, I'm not supporting what you're doing. Friend or not, regardless of what you've done, yes, everyone deserves their day in court. Everyone deserves their chance at justice. But I think in this particular case, she should have stayed to the back. She should not right. have posted his bill. That was just too. I was just really blown away by the fact that she thought that was okay. Right. Just crazy. But do you guys think? Sorry, this is Nikki. I just want to interject really quick. I'm all late. Right. But, hey, uh, Nikki. <laughs> hey, y'all. <laughs> so I just want to say, like, do you guys really? Do you guys think that there might have been like a a setup in terms of her because uh. Miss Valencia Love, because what I'm reading is that she won't reveal her financial source. Right. I don't feel that she even had the $100,000 herself. I feel like somebody gave it to her. Possibly. And Possibly. Right. And I right. feel like it's, it might be other more insidious things at play, more covert things at play here, not just, you know, it's just well, like this random 47-year-old you know, pick me. Right, right, right. Kelly out. My problem is she was willing, even if that is the case, my problem with her then is you are willing to be the pawn in this situation. Exactly. Right. You know you, you actually you actually agreed to do it. Right. 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 That's what it's, we were saying earlier. It could be his money. Like it could have been they could have decided a long time ago if anything happens, she's the go to person, right? Right. Everybody mm-hmm. well, that live a shady life have certain mm-hmm. means to get things done. That's so I true. feel like she might have been his go-to person, but in this instance, why her? Why not a male? Why not a why not an ex-employee, a man? You know, right. like because it I, looks I better right. on him. 
Right. It looks better, but it looks horrible for her. Yeah, so oh, yeah, from her. Yeah. For him. But I also think that he has like a pimp mentality and that there's something about him, right? Whatever it is, there's something about him that he's been able to do this to these young women. So right. he has, just like a pimp, there is something about him that's captivating and that is affecting these women, grown and young. From the show, it was a, it's a opportunity. Woman a nice job. Right. So there's something that he promised her or somebody promised her. So the backlash to her doesn't mean anything because she's still going to get X amount of dollars at the end or something. It has to be because I, I hope, I strongly hope that this woman is not that stupid to do something like that. You have to be out of your mind to do that. And I, and I don't call people stupid, but she's stupid. Fact. To have a business and to ruin her own business for somebody who you know is going down. Right now, everything that's happening with all of these artists, everybody's going down. He, it's his turn, right? It's just his turn. He's gotten away with a lot. So even if some allegations, there are allegations now, but when you look back at just Aaliyah, like we, I mean, we all have seen it along the way. And now that things are coming out, it's like it's undeniable that he's done something. So for her to just put her neck out there is not, it wasn't anonymous. You know what I mean? Like she actually put her business in the forefront. Like you said, they're ruining her on Yelp. Yeah. I'm surprised that somebody don't burn her building down. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That'd be next. Right. Exactly. But it's just the fact that she, you know, ultimately she was putting herself on the line for that situation. And it's just beyond my scope of understanding. And I mean, we could talk on and on and on about this issue alone. Cause there's so many moving parts um, to the situation as a whole and I think that that's something that we can get into later but you know to save time let's move on to the next topic so the next hot topic and I know this uh, we were speaking before we got online that um, that you know I don't know me personally this one has really like been burning a hole in my piece of paper I've been taking notes on this <laughs> I really feel some kind of way so on to in other foolishness the biggest yeah. gossip of the week was the Jordan Woods interview. Yes, um, yes, 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 so yes. Just a little mm-hmm. background. So the gossip of the week has been focused on Jordan Woods and Tristan down for whatever Thompson. <laughs> just to give a little backstory for those that are listening, if you don't know who Tristan Thompson is, he's an NBA player. He's Chloe uh, Kardashian's uh, ex-boyfriend, boyfriend, baby daddy, whatever you want to call him. Um, Jordan Woods is accused of cheating with Tristan. And um, for those who don't know who Jordan Woods is, she is supposed to be the BFF of Kylie Jenner. So allegedly um, this week, uh, Jordan and Tristan apparently had some kind of interaction. And through this interaction um, came forth the cheating allegations and Jordan was labeled this home wrecker. Um, and supposedly Jordan was at this party and Tristan came on to her. And again, they had this interaction. Um, then came this gossip storm sweeping Jordan up into this label of being a homewrecker, being a slut, being all these things. And so the biggest part, this is where this is where the thing got interesting for me and where I started to feel some kind of way. So this week um, on Red Table Talk. And if you're not familiar with Red Table Talk, Red Table Talk is a talk show on Facebook that is hosted by Jada Pinkett Smith. And shout out to her because it's a phenomenal show. Um, And 
Jordan was invited on Red Table Talk this week to basically tell her side of the story to try to get some of the heat off of her name. Um, and it really, I'll speak from my perspective first. I think with all of this, um, first of all, I will say that I don't think that Jordan should bear the weight alone of this situation because Tristan did have something to do with it. Um, and he mm-hmm. helps just as much responsibility. Second of all, let me just say again, just to give a plug to Red Table Talk, I do think that Red Table Talk is a phenomenal show. If you haven't watched it, please go on Facebook, um, search Red Table Talk, and you will see um, a talk show talking about a myriad of things. Um, And this is where I take a turn. So the next part is, (laughs) I'm not going to lie to y'all, I kind of side-eyed Jada for doing this interview with with, uh, I gave her a side eye. And the reason why is because up until now, I had a view of Red Table Talk as being a show that discussed relevant um, matters that affected our community, families, women, you know. And to me, this was just not relevant. It's like, who cares? Who cares, you know? And I just Mm -hmm. felt like it just took away, it compromised for me this subject matter on that show compromise the integrity of the show for me. And and not to say I'm not going to stop watching Red Table Talk. It's still a phenomenal show, even though it did get the side eye from me this Mm -hmm. week because of this topic. But I do think that this just was not something to talk about on Red Table Talk. Um, Because honestly, I feel like Jordan could have kept her mouth shut and it just would have blew over. Everybody knows that Tristan Thompson is a thought Miss Prime. You know, like, knows that. So it's like, you know, I think that Jordan came in, she said her piece, and she took the opportunity to use this platform to clear her name. But I feel like she just did not have to do that. And ultimately, um, on the show, Jada's mom, Adrienne, she said something that kind of stuck with me. She was like, every little girl, everyone has that moment where they let their little girl behavior get them into some grown woman mess. Mm-hmm. She and, did say that. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Jordan acknowledged that this is some grown woman mess. And I think that this was one of those situations that should have been handled in private. So just in looking a little more into the situation, it seems that there's a, um, there are three families involved here. You have the Kardashian Jenners, you have um, Jordan Woods and her family, and then you have the Smiths because Jordan um Jaden and Kylie were all friends. So this is where the connection comes in. And I guess that's where they felt that allegiance to Jordan to give her the opportunity to clear her name in this situation or get that heat off of her. But I right. feel like this was one of those, this should have been a private um conversation and it should have been like one of those private put your big girl draws on and deal with it conversations that should have happened between Jada and Jordan in the background. I felt like I'm to the red so my so I have like so I've been what she said so I watched the whole all 29 minutes and 68 seconds of this interview mm-hmm. I don't feel like Jordan said anything substantial right. she said oh I was mm-hmm. sitting next to him on the couch and his legs were touching my leg and then he kissed me goodbye and I stayed until the sun came up but I wasn't alone so if that was the situation and you stayed till the sun ha- comes up and everybody has done there. We've gone to house parties in college and stayed late and, you know, nothing has happened. How did we get to 
she slept with him. What is right. something is missing? What yeah. it sounds like is that she just woke up the next day and the rumor was there. So I'm right. missing that portion too. Like it yeah. seems like the interview was well, more about her venting about the things and the things that she has been receiving because of this the backlash. Right. I mean, and, so and it's, it's been a bit much. Like you don't tell, you don't say anything about your your parent that is deceased. You know, people have gone too far. You don't you don't talk about the dead. You don't do whatever. You don't threaten her siblings. Like all Absolutely. that other stuff. Um, well, this is, is the is thing. Much. This this didn't just happen. This happened sometime in February. This right. happened sometime uh, early in right. February, but it's just now coming out. Uh-huh. Okay, so but it doesn't. But it doesn't matter happen. if if nothing yeah. happens. So it's and, like, and my yeah, thing is if, this, but but I've seen a lot of things, and I agreed with a lot of people. Um, you know, the Kardashians love black people, but black people are always their scapegoat. Yes. Always. Mm-hmm. Black China, now Jordan, like all all the time. So now here we are yet again. You want to be with black men all the time, but now you threw this black best friend that you apparently grew up with under the bus. Um, this would be something that the sisters should have handled privately with Jordan and asked her what really happened. But now you putting her out there and you calling her all kinds of names, but you the home record that took him from the other Jordan before. Right. Mm-hmm. But the next, part, yeah. the next part is that is the conversation that should have been had at the red table. How you have people who appropriate our culture, who 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 do what they're doing, and they use her as a scapegoat to to dump the responsibility of the problem. Of the situation. No, where's Tristan? Tristan has not said a single thing. He doesn't not, need not to. A, yeah, he doesn't need not to. A, apparently, apparently not the story is apparently the story is when they went to the party, everybody's phone was taken. Right. So I heard that. Nobody knows what exactly happened. So there's something missing from this story. Like you said, there's something missing from this story. Right. How did it out? If he yeah, if she if she if he just gave her a little kiss on the cheek, okay. I no, she said he, she said she it, he yeah. kissed her on the lips. But if he if he gave her a kiss on the lips, okay, you can kiss you. if he's like a brother to you, right, or whatever. Then why is it you couldn't feel the need to go to Chloe and say, "Hey, um, I think you need to check your man. He just kissed me." But but are they even together? But, That's also yeah. the other thing. Like, no, are they together right I now? don't think so. I don't think they are because remember, she kept saying, "I went to Tristan's house." Right. Tristan's house, not Chloe right. and Tristan's house. Not yeah, they're, they're, not mm-hmm. they're not together. They're not they together. She did say that she, knew she wasn't supposed to be there. And that's the thing that stuck out to me. She's like, I knew I wasn't supposed to be here. So it's just like, so most likely, so many they had, yeah, most likely they had probably broken up prior to this party. Mm-hmm. They've mm-hmm. been broken up. I think they, they're not together. Why is he at home? Right. And hosting an after party, and your baby mom's is not there, or your child is not, your, your children are not there. There's but something not now, all of a sudden, mm-hmm. right? And now all of a sudden, Jordan is a scapegoat. You get what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. So, they and put it out there. A, they put it out a there. Scapegoat, and I don't like that. That is my problem with the situation. That their scapegoats are always brown. Right. But you know <laughs> what? This always stuff like this always happens. Right before their reality show comes yep. on, 
to get the ratings up. Stuff like yeah, this. that's some, what they were some saying. Some kind of story, some kind of story, some kind of scandal. It always pops up right before the reality show comes on because you notice every year their ratings start to go down and down and down. But then next thing you know, something pops up. Oh, Kylie has a baby. Everybody knew she was pregnant. Kylie has to announce that she's having a baby the day of the Super Bowl. Right before, a couple weeks before their show it's, is about to uh, It's kind of sad. I, yeah. It's, it's something to get the ratings up. Right. It was so good. if it was just a kiss, no, it was okay, good. then what is, I don't, I'm not understanding. What's the missing piece? Y'all were already broken up. But it, Chloe is probably, yeah, Jordan probably knew that they were broken up, but she didn't want to say she was probably had that NDA and she couldn't say anything and or whatever. So that's mm-hmm. what she said. Oh, I knew I wasn't supposed to be there because they had broken up. He's not at a part of the family anymore. This, that, and the third. Mm-hmm. So that's why she said I wasn't supposed to be there. But she went anyway. Her, her friends, her other friends probably wanted to go. Kylie's not her only friend. Her other friends probably tried to talk her into it and said, hey, Tristan's having a party tonight. Let's go. And she's probably debating in her head. Oh, well, I have to show face. She ain't debating nothing in her because, head. Oh, no. She, she was probably, well, she was probably saying to herself, I can't not go because if I don't go, then they're going to ask me why. And I and I can't tell them that Chloe and Tristan broke up. Mm. So I'm going to kind of have to go. It's just too many things here. Like, uh. and this is ultimately why I said that this is why I gave it the side eye. I really feel like if Jordan would have kept her mouth shut, they wouldn't have had the opportunity to use her as a scapegoat. Right. Because there's nothing for there's Because like you all said, there's nothing to tell. I looked at the whole interview and I sat there and I looked at it. And the only thing that I saw is that Jordan was taking advantage of the relationship the opportunity that she has with Jada and Will to say, okay, they have a platform for me to clear my name. Let me do that. And I guess when the block is hot and the heat is on, you got to do what you got to do to clear your name, I guess. So in that regard, I don't blame her. But in, but in, in hindsight, I'm like, you would have been better off if you didn't say anything. Because what do you have to explain yourself for if nothing happened? It's just the fact that so many people take it upon themselves to jump on social media, to jump in the press, and say so many negative things about her. And I guess from that perspective, it's like, okay, all right, now you're hurting her now. Um, You know, she's being called all these things. She's being called out of her name. She's being associated with all this negativity because she's been been labeled as a cheater or being the cause of the breakup of um, Tristan and Chloe. But everybody knows that like, like I stated before, everyone knows that Tristan is a, is a thought Miss Prime and Chloe can't blame nobody <laughs> if she's embarrassed, if Chloe's hurt, if she's confused, if she's heartbroken she needs to blame herself and that's mm-hmm. just period. She, she, dra- she actually put out a tweet on the first blaming Jordan saying that yeah, you, know, you called me to apologize but then she backtracked the next day Mm-hmm. I guess because a lot of black girls probably got in her ass and people were just like, you right. know what he is who he is. And then she goes back and is like, yeah, Apologize. honestly, Tristan okay. cheating on me and humiliating me wasn't a shock because it's not the first time. And, mm-hmm. you know, Jordan is not to be the blame for the break of my family. This was Tristan's fault. No, mm-hmm. no shit. This is the thing. <laughs> At the end of the day, 
at the end of the day, if a man is going to cheat, he's going to cheat. It's no, it's no baby, no family, no, no woman is going to stop him. He's going to do what he wants to do. No amount of money. Would, uh, I don't care if your name is Khloe Kardashian, Kim Kardashian. Your name could be Holly Berry. Holly Berry got cheated on. She sure did. She sure did. Beyonce got cheated on. Okay. Okay. So if a man is going to cheat, a man is going to cheat. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing ain't is, no man, ain't I don't even understand. Unless he wants to stop cheating. But I think the initial issue is the fact that they weren't even together. So right. even if this happened, that's what that's what I think the issue is. We're blame everybody was blaming. Well, they were blaming Jordan. It's 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 just so much, you know. Like you, it, <laughs> it just like I said when when I turn on the red table talk, that is just not something I expected to see, especially right. given um, the the caliber of the other topics that have been on the show. Right, right, that, right, right. That just really threw me. I was like, are you serious? Like, are we seriously talking about this on <laughs> Red Table Talk? Like, who cares? <laughs> no one cares. I don't care about Tristan. He's a cheater. I don't care about Chloe either. She's a culture vulture. You know, if anybody I would care about in this situation, it would be Jordan. But at the same time, it's like, since you didn't have to say anything, and they should have pulled you to the side, and they should have had a conversation with you. Right. Everybody should have had a conversation together about this. Exactly. Or you know what she could have did? She could have went on her Instagram live, she could have turned off her comments, and she could have spoke her piece. Okay. How about that? And called it a day. And called it a day. And we're gonna call this conversation today. We're gonna move on to the last topic. Um, there was a meme that came through our um, our cousin chat this week, and I'm gonna read it. And it says, "When dating, be careful of the vessel you choose to pour into without first inspecting it for holes." That spoke mm. to me on so many levels. What about y'all? Mm. Oh my gosh! Yeah, mm-hmm. I've been. I printed it out and I mm-hmm. had it like on a piece of paper on the on my table. And, um, you know, like I, so I had a conversation with my friend, um, and he laughed at me hysterically because I told him that I put my cape up and that I had to stop being Captain Saver. Captain Saver, ho. Yes. Captain Saver, bro. Saver, bro. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, and I've, I've been there, you know, like, and, and we've had a long conversation about, um, you know, like, oh, I always make everybody better. But I end up empty. I end up, uh, you know, drained. Mm-hmm. And so I posted mm-hmm. something on my um, Instagram feed that was like, you know, be a fountain, not a drain. And that is what I'm looking for. You know, like yeah. let's not let's not be something that has holes in it, right? Nikki, you said that the other day. Like the you yeah. filling up the bucket, yeah. and the bucket is is right. empty. Yeah, right. you have to keep going back to get. Water, aka more reserves of energy to right. fill up this holy bucket. Right. And yeah. nobody wants to pour into a bucket with a hole in the bottom. And I've been in that situation too. It's like you're just constantly giving, 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 and you're just pouring in a bucket with a hole in the bottom. And it's like, well, wait. And I always use the analogy. I was like, people always want water, but they don't want to pay the bill. Mm-hmm. 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 you want to drain me you want to drink from the fountain you want to fill your cup you want to fill your bucket you want to fill your tub but you do not want to pay the water bill if you want something you got to give something and these days people want something for nothing and that is why it spoke to me because again much like 
Lee was just saying, you know, you find yourself always making that person better and also always offering your resources, but you don't seem to be getting back what you're putting in. You're pouring in a bucket with a hole in the bottom. See, but you mm. know what I find too? I find that a lot of people are not willing to step up and be mature enough to want to step up and say, you know what? Let me pay this water bill. Okay. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me put some cement on the bottom of that water bucket to make sure don't no water come out. Right. They rather, they rather just go to a bucket that has a hole on the bottom when they have a hole on their bottom. Mm-hmm. And they just keep draining each other. Yep. Until, and, and they like to, and they like, because I actually, you know, I have, um, I had a discussion with a friend of mine and we're like, you know, some people like these destructive relationships, mm-hmm. these toxic relationships. And then when you meet somebody who's not toxic, who doesn't like the drama, they're confused. Yep. So yep. they go back to the toxic and they go back to the drama and then they wonder why nothing good ever happens for them and they wonder why they don't prosper. Yep. And I've and I've and sadly enough, I've talked to someone um before who was that person. Like they were so used to the drama. They were so used to BS and and foolishness in the situation. When I came along and I was like, okay, look, I'm not with all that foolishness. You know, I'm very straightforward about what I want, what we're doing here. You know, I'm real cool, calm, and collected. Like, I don't want no mess. And when I didn't give mess, he didn't know what to do. He didn't know how to function. And it's like Mm -hmm. he was always dealing with me in a way to be like, you know, he was always waiting for the, the ball to drop. And it's like, you know, you're not giving me 100%. I, you know, I'm giving you 100%. I'm pouring in this bucket with a hole in the bottom. And you're standing here looking at me like, uh, well, aren't you going to kick up? Aren't you going to kick up some dust? Aren't you going to be drama-filled? Aren't you going to do these things? No, I'm not. Because that's not how I roll. And I know that's right. what you're used to. But mm-hmm. I'm not that type of girl. So here I am pouring into you, trying to get to know you, trying to move forward in some respect with you. And I'm constantly pouring into a situation, not knowing the whole time it was a hole in the bucket. And it mm-hmm. took me a minute to realize that I'm sitting here pouring into you and you don't, you're not, you're not reserving anything. You're not even holding what I'm pouring in to even attempt to pour right. it back into me when I'm depleted. Right. And mm-hmm. it was just, it, it, it's, it's exhausting. But there are so many people that do not know how to function in a healthy relationship or they're so used to um dysfunction. Yeah, they're so used to the dysfunction. Mm-hmm. They don't know mm-hmm. how to, they don't know how to function in a, a normal yeah. what we would consider a normal situation. Whatever right. normal is to a person. They're used to the toxicity and the drama and the fighting and the arguing. And they're not used to saying hey let's sit down and let's talk about mm-hmm. yeah let's have a conversation let's talk about what you're mad about mm-hmm. let's not argue about it but let's talk about what those holes are because you know it's saying that be careful the meme says be careful of the vessel you choose to pour into 
flipped out first inspecting it for holes so what are those holes like i know i've seen people that have a hole such as uh they have money issues and their their money is a so how much money they have or how stable they are mm-hmm. that is true and communication mm-hmm. is a big thing if you're not communicating with each other or you have poor communication that is the that's the first way you're gonna find out where the holes are in your situation um is being able to communicate and that is that for me is one of the like i I can't function with you if you're not communicating with me and I know that I used to talk to someone who his communication was so poor like it it drove me insane. I was like, I don't know where, I don't know where it, where it stops or where it begins with you because you never communicate. And that was a hole in our, in our situation. Cause I'm a communicator and I'm like, if you're not able to communicate with me, then how are we going to make it anywhere? So it's like, I'm constantly pouring into a situation with you. And again, you're not communicating with me. So your bucket has a hole in the bottom and I'm constantly pouring into you and we're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So that just really that really spoke to me on so many levels. So I didn't know how it, you know, affected you all, or if you felt some kind of way about it, like I did, because I know that I'm constantly pouring out resources into a situation. And, mm-hmm. You got to put your yeah. cape away. Put your cape away. Retire, girl. My yeah. cape been away. Like I'm actually pretty good. I'm actually too good at reserving my, you know, my own resources. That's because it's an icebox sweat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. And I'm really, I'm really good. I'm about to call you cousin Elsa. Cousin Elsa, for real, like that. It's like that. It's not You're that frozen. bad. Let it go. Oh my Let goodness. Go. Uh, people made me paranoid. Oh my god. <laughs> Y'all are not Disney characters. This is not. <laughs> Listen, this is real life. Lee got to give. Uh, Lee got to assign each of us a Disney character. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Lord, that was so fun. Well, ladies, it has been a good talk tonight. I know I got to get up and go to work in the morning. So yes, I'll do too. So join us next time for join your favorite cousins as we're talking again. Uh, we'll be back chatting it up as usual. So we'll see you in about what a week or two. Yeah, see you in two weeks for episode. Love ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.